It's uh, podcast number 90, I think. Uh, and I've got too many tracks, I think, for today's podcast. I'm just looking at them now. There's at least 10. Um, so either this is going to be a really long podcast, which is not very likely, or I'm just going to try and uh, maybe change the playlist on the go, because that sort of thing always works really well when I try and change the podcast during the middle of it. Yeah, let's play some music. This is uh, Starlight Girls, and uh, this one uh, kind of, for some reason, makes me think of the monsters. This is Gossip.
Any excuse to play a track from the first two Gossip albums? That was from the uh, 2003 album Movement, uh, back where they were called The Gossip, and Fire Stroke Sign. And uh, you see what I did there, the first track. Um, if you follow on Twitter, uh, you know the title of the first track is, uh, was called Gossip by the Starlight Girls. And I don't really know much about the Starlight Girls, other than the fact they are from Brooklyn, and they've got a great EP called the Starlight Girls EP, which you can get from where else but starlightgirls.bandcamp.com. It is a free download. It's not even a name your price. So uh, there's absolutely no no guilt at all in terms of getting that one for free. Um, and uh, yeah, it's got a good old psychedelic organ at the start there that sounded like I say something like the monsters. Um, but it's a great EP, and it comes out on the first of April. I don't like I say I don't really understand on the Bandcamp where there are things. Oh no, actually April is already now. We're already in the first of April, aren't we? I was, I was going to say that it, why is it saying first of April when it's and it's out when it's not out yet? But of course it is first. It's like the fifth of April or something. Oh dear. And they have gigs as well. On uh, the 7th, they're playing at the Bell House in Brooklyn. They're playing at the wonderful cake shop on the 14th of April. And then the Cameo Gallery, also in Brooklyn, on the 26th. I doubt somehow that I will be able to get to those gigs. But uh, if you are in New York, then uh, you may be able to get to it. Um, and yeah, I, I, like I say, it was a bit of a cheesy attempt at a segue there. Although uh, plenty side to say kill a seg. So that's something you don't really hear very often on this podcast and also uh, Ragbone Hair also says something as well it's disappeared off the bottom of my Twitter feed she says nice start like them um, yeah the Starlight Girls that's one of um, I said last week actually when I was uh, doing the podcast last week uh, what did I say last week I think I maybe said that I had a load of music uh, loads of tracks last week for the podcast and then I, I sort of carried them over to this week so I already had quite a lot of tracks chosen for this week's podcast and what I normally do is for like the few days um, or the one day or whatever since I make the playlist and then I do the podcast. I kind of stick it on my iPhone. I listen to it a couple of times just to sort of see if it's if, if I like still like the tracks and if they're in the right order and if the music kind of goes together. And so there is actually some sort of method to the madness that is this podcast. I do kind of listen to the music I'm playing on the show um, to make sure, like I say, that I think it's uh, that I think it works together. Anyway, because I did, uh, I had too many tracks last week in the podcast, and I kind of had all these ones left over. I basically already had the playlist for this week's show last week, so I've had it on my iPhone for about I don't know almost a week. And uh, I've just kind of listened to it over and over again. Um, and uh, some of the tracks haven't really held up to repeated listening. So I've then since sort of thrown away half of the podcast in terms of the playlist. Um, but that one has been on continuously and I have been listening to it over and over again. Um, it would be my new jam, if only for the fact my other, my, my actual new jam, which is the track I'm going to play next, if you follow me on that um, musical socially networky site, uh, you already know what it is. Um, but I haven't listened to the next track over and over again. I think that maybe there's something wrong with me. Now and again, I do sometimes get that, where I just kind of get addicted to one track and listen to it over and over again. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. So anyway, on today's podcast, uh, I'm feeling in a good mood, which is good. And it's mainly because it is the start of a four-day weekend. So that's quite exciting. For some bizarre reason, I don't think it's that common in Scotland um, for uh, officers to take uh, English bank holidays. But uh, for some bizarre reason... Uh, Easter, both Good Friday and Monday, uh, Easter Monday are um, English bank holidays, so we're taking them off. So it's a four-day weekend, and it's only been been a. I was in Germany on Sunday night. I had to go to Germany. Um, annoyingly, there's only for work reasons. I had to go out on uh, Monday for a meeting, but um, annoyingly, there's uh, there's only one flight a day from Edinburgh to Munich. So it just kind of goes over there, and then it turns around and comes back. So I had to go out on Sunday stay in some airport hotel which was quite swanky actually I mean it had as you'd expect it had dreadful food and fantastic beer um, so there was always that uh, but yeah it was a really swanky airport hotel but it's still an airport hotel and then uh, oh I, I'm talking way too much isn't it maybe we'll regale you with tales of Germany 
and uh, dreadful food later on. But anyway, this is my new jam, as it were, and I haven't stopped listening to this for uh, since I put it on my iPod last week. And it actually was out like about three weeks ago, so I'm really slow on the uptake. So I apologise for that. You've probably already listened to this many times and been absolutely sick of it. It's the Veronica Falls and my heartbeats. <laughs> I did call them the Veronica Falls uh, before I started playing that track, which would get Stu Lewis from the Tidal Wave of Indifference blog um, on my case. Did I say that we found out that the Stu Lewis's Tidal Wave of Indifference blog and this podcast started on exactly the same day, which is rather bizarre. He's another, if you're not familiar with his top quality Edinburgh music-based blog, you should really check it out. It's uh, just your search for Tidal Wave of Indifference. Obviously, I don't know. that. I think it's on a, a .blogspot.com, but I may be wrong. Uh, anyway, yeah, it started exactly the same day, which was like sort of two and a bit years ago on a, on February the 25th or something weird like that. Um, so that was quite, that's quite bizarre. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, that was a Ver- that was Veronica Falls and My Heartbeats. And I don't know if that's a, that's actually out on a physical version or if it's just a downloady thing. I've only really seen it poking around the in- on the interwebs. 
Um, like I say, it's been on sort of SoundCloud for a few weeks, but I've just kind of already got around to sticking in the podcast. So apologies if it's uh, yeah. Normally I try and play new things that you maybe haven't heard before, but almost certainly you've heard that one before. Um, and like I, like I said, I don't know if it's physical or what. They're on uh, Bella Union in the UK and uh, on uh, Slumberland in the US. So I dare say if you go and have a wee poke around those websites, and they will inform you whether it's a physical version or if it's only something that's more ethereal in more ways than one. I did actually when I was thinking about that. Um, yeah, but halfway through, the vocals and that really sort of remind me of Lush. And I did have a soft spot for Lush way back in the day of the band, that is, and not the cons- consumption of alcohol. Oh, I do have myself a bit of a Drambuie, and I've already started. I just decided before the podcast started, I was just going to go and get the Drambuie, because that was the way it was almost certainly going to go anyway. So rather than kind of have to die out halfway through, I had to do that. But anyway, I was thinking a few weeks ago, didn't we? We were talking about um, gigs that we may be seen at the old venue in Edinburgh, which is now an art gallery. Um, and I'm sure it's all lush there as well. But like I say, alcohol was almost certainly consumed in copious amounts at the venue, so I'm not entirely sure. Um, but I think I think I probably saw lush there. Maybe it all kind of washed over me at the time, um, as as it would do. Anyway, um, yeah. So uh, the podcast tonight, um, I've got too many tracks. Like I say, there's sort of ten here, and we're just what I'm figure I'm just going to do is I'm just going to sort of maybe not try and talk as much as normal. Um, which, although every, every time I say that, it never works out that way. But I'm just going to try and play music, and then when we get to about sort of 40 ish minutes, uh, we'll just kind of stop um, in a rather sudden ending. And uh, that'll be it. Anyway, I played a track a couple of weeks ago, or was it just last week, from Aggie Doom, or Aggie Doom, A G G I. It's a seven inch single, it's on soft power vinyl. It doesn't come out until May or something, but uh, it's another one of these ones that I've been listening to over and over again. So I'm going to play a track from it. I played the A side from the single, which is called Bring Me the Head, uh, I think. Or the seven inch single is certainly called Bring Me the Head. Anyway, this is Cakewalk. At least it will be.
Yeah, I should really have saved that for when it actually comes out, comes out which is, uh, I do have it written down here. Oh no, I hit the wrong button. Um, I do have it written down. It comes out on the 21st of May on a 7-inch single and uh, Soft Power Records. Uh, and I think there's more information almost certainly. Well, softpowerrecords.tumblr.com is the Tumblr for Soft Power Records. There's probably a better link um, that I'll maybe put on edinburghband.com at some point. Uh, but um, yeah, there's only 300 copies of that 7-inch single. Uh, so yeah, like I say, I should have probably, um, should have probably saved it for when you could actually buy it. And then, uh, I don't know, you could maybe have bought it, as, as hopefully you won't have forgotten by the time May 21st comes around. Stick a date in your diary. Make yourself a Google appointment. And then uh, and you can remember to buy that. Anyway, what was I talking about? I, was, I digress. Um, yeah, let me just take another sip of the old drum Yui, and then maybe everything will come, come flooding back. I feel like I should apologise, actually, because what I used to do on this podcast was I used to... Um, pre uh, Edinburgh Man Junior was I used to go to lots of gigs and like I say I don't I don't resent the fact that I don't go to many gigs anymore. In fact, it's far more relaxing to be quite honest, um, and there's far less alcohol concerned and there's uh, less um, late night bus journeys. But anyway, um, I guess one one of the downsides of that means that I don't regale you with tales of gigs that I've been to in the last seven days because I can't actually quite remember when the last gig I went to was. Um, yeah, there's a few gigs this weekend as well, which I may or may not manage to drag myself along to. And again, I can't even remember who they are. And disappointingly, I saw that the last battle and both Kid Canaveral posted gigs that they were going to be sometime in June for, I think, uh, yeah, the last battle one is a launch one for the next EP. And I can't remember what the Kid Canaveral one is, if it's just a gig for the sake of having a gig. But I'm going to miss both of those. And because I said a while ago that we're going to be going to Melbourne, well, that's actually on now, and it's sometime in June, so that sounds quite terrifying, but also it means I'm going to miss both those gigs, which is a bit disappointing, but I am going to Eye the Dog, which is in St Andrews. Is it this, not this weekend, but the weekend after? Um, so that should be rather exciting for a whole two days, um, but it'll probably involve having a drive up and down both days, so that's less exciting, and that means there'll be less alcohol consumed than normal, but it should be quite exciting. I should stop saying exciting. Um, on the next... I'm going to play two tracks from the same album next, and uh, there's kind of a reason. I've mentioned before a website called... Actually, I should say on the Twitter, Word Travel Fast says uh, she's a bit late, but tuned in now. I should say that she's not this late. She did say that about 10 minutes ago. So obviously tuning in this late is maybe... It's already halfway through. There's not a whole lot of point. And also um, Gordon McSee says on the rare chance I could listen live, the feed on his phone keeps cutting out, which is a rather disappointing. I wonder if it's because I've changed the feed on the uh, podcast, so it's a, at a whopping 128k... Uh, so there is no sort of high quality and low quality or anything like that, so that maybe doesn't work on phones, which is a bit disappointing. And also iTunes says, I like this one, that's in reference to the uh, Aggie Doom uh, track. He says, and my first attempt at a blog shares a name with a song on the other side, so bring me the head. Oh, sorry, almost shares a name with a song on the other side. Bring me the head, I guess, so I wonder what his podcast, uh, his blog was called. Hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, I kind of went off on a little tangent there. The uh, Beaker Digital Single Label, who I've played tracks from before, I used to play quite a lot of tracks because he used to release a little single of an A-side to B-side every week um, for a couple of years. But they stopped. I think I said this, didn't I? They stopped at number 100. They kind of got up to 99, and then they made the next one number zero, and then they stopped releasing anything. But what they've actually done is they've just released a compilation of 100 tracks and called it number 100. Um, and it's mostly, I think, bands that they've already featured on the label over the last sort of two and a bit of years. Um, and it's all kind of... I should have said at the start of the podcast, there's a lot of sort of shoegazy and dream pop in today's podcast, so if that's not really your thing, I maybe should have warned you right at the start that there was going to be a whole bunch of that. Anyway, um, I'm going to play two tracks from the Biko uh, singles, uh, 100 or Biko 100 or whatever it's called. I thought it was quite bizarre that up until now they've kind of made a thing about making uh, releases that have kind of represent physical releases. Uh, so 
they packaged it up as if it was a seven-inch single and they had ones that packaged up as if they were mini albums and split albums and stuff but this one they've just kind of gone all out and decided that it's obviously a web release anyway there's sort of you download four big zip files uh, of each 25 tracks it's all in good quality stuff anyway i ramble but uh, itunes actually says uh, his blog was called bring me the heads many years ago and it's still his last fm name oh yeah that kind of makes a bit more sense now anyway um, these guys are from norway and they're called love dance and the track is called Skiz number three, that's spelled S-K-I-S-S-E, hash three.
from Norway. That's Love Dance. And uh, like I say, Skiz Hash 3, I think is probably what it's called. Uh, if you don't understand what I'm talking about, if you go to edinburghman.com uh, and this podcast is number 90, you can uh, go on and click on that post and you can get all the information about all the tracks that have been played in the podcast. And all of them have got links to where you can download them. Most of them are for free. The, uh, the Aggie Doom one isn't. There is a link, actually, to the Veronica Falls track where you can get that for free. If I can be bothered to cut and paste it properly into the podcast uh, blog, you can do that. Um, and, uh, and well, no, maybe about half of them. I should, uh, I should really shut up. Anyway, the uh, yeah, I've, I've, that's a whole sort of a compilation album that Biko Digital Single Label put out. Um, those crazy French people, and uh, there's a hundred tracks there, and I'm only working my way through the first twenty-five. Like I say, there's four different zip files you can get there, each with twenty-five tracks in, and it's kind of a combination of sort of dream pop and shoegazy stuff, and then sort of you know. I don't know, a 10 minute long experimental ambient nonsense, which, uh, you know, I can take a leave, uh, mostly leave, to be quite honest. Um, but the shoegazy stuff is really brilliant, as is the sort of, I don't know, what's that kind of post C86 or something? We were trying to come up with genres for the music on today's podcast. Um, and on the Twitter, Dressed Like Wolves, uh, who is uh, actually, I should say that this, if he's obviously ran into the same problem I have with the Twitter name being too long, um, it's, uh, it's obviously addressed, doesn't have either E's in it. Well, anyway, Dressed Like Wolves, which is Rick Dobbing, says he's sat listening to Edinburgh Man Ramble and play a song while waiting for Dan to show up with his cello. That sounds quite exciting, actually. Um, I'm quite keen to see how that story pans out, and uh, maybe there'll be some music at the end of it. There is actually a track from Dressed Like Wolves coming up in the podcast. If that doesn't break the uh, break the suspense, then you know, maybe know what's coming. I played like a track last week uh, from that split EP with uh, Dressed Like Wolves and By Tutatis, which I thought was quite an exotic name until the listenership uh, did inform me that it was an exclamation from Asterix novels and I, 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 I novels really graphic novels I, and I do I did I never did try and dig out the Asterix books I definitely have a couple of Asterix books and the more of a cupboard somewhere I think Asterix and the Britons is the one that I remember um, which was hilarious at least it was for a ten year old it might have kind of worn a bit thin now. Anyway, I'll play another track, actually, from that Biko uh, digital single label album. Like I say, I was going to try and uh, just carry on talking, uh, sorry, not talk that much, play music, and then we'll just uh, call it a day about 45 minutes long. Um, this is by the amusingly titled Day Ravies, who are from Sydney. And I should obviously have sort of segued in. They played um, a few nights ago in Melbourne, I saw on their Facebook page, and I should have obviously mentioned the Facebook, uh, sorry, the uh, Melbourne stuff uh, in reference to them, but uh, I don't really plan things properly. They just kind of words just kind of come out of my mouth um, whenever they feel like it, rather than at the correct time. Anyway, this track's called "Sunshine Punch."
I'm sorry, I almost didn't unmute my microphone there. I was getting distracted and was surfing the web. Actually, it was Facebook, which was feeling feeling miserably to do something for me. Someone has sent me a message on Facebook, but I can't actually read what it is because it just sort of times out and has that little sort of dot, dot, dot thing, which is really quite annoying. It may be something really important as well, something I should mention on the show. Almost certainly not. That's Day Ravies and... Uh, and like I say, that's called Sunshine Punch, and they're from Sydney. I think they're from Sydney, but like I say, Facebook's being a little bit of an ass, so I'm not entirely sure. On the Twitter, uh, Ragmon Hair says, Asterix in Switzerland is the best, and then says, the whip, the whip, but it's not dry yet. I'm not entirely sure what that means. I guess he probably had to be there. I suspect maybe the Asterix books were just involved in visiting different European countries and then insulting them or making jokes about the people that they visited. That's my suspicion, actually. But like I say, I haven't read an Asterix for about sort of 15, 20 years, so I couldn't even... Probably just making casting aspersions, really, which is a bit of a poor show. Um, I'm going to have to just play another track, and the reason why is because I'm sitting next to uh, the radiator. As I do this podcast, I've kind of got myself in a little corner here. It's my little podcasting station. It's right next to the radiator, and uh, it's been on for about an hour or so, and I'm getting rather hot, so I'm going to have to sort of uh, remove an item of clothing. You'll be glad to know it's a hoodie. Nothing, anything more than that. Um, but it does mean that I'm kind of sweating a little bit here. So I'm just going to play another track and uh, I'll do that rather than just kind of, uh, you know, kind of make noises and stuff. I, I did promise you a track by Dressed Like Wolves. It's from a brilliant EP, a split EP with Baitutatis. And like I say, there was two versions you could get. One was from the Dressed Like Wolves band camp and one was from the Baitutatis one. Um, so uh, the Dressed Like Wolves one had sold out. Uh, so I had to get it from the Baitutatis. Not that this that's not that's the problem with that. Um, but anyway, I think, I suspect they're both exactly the same because I think, like I said last week, they had a cover on either side done by the other band of the other band's cover. Anyway, anyway, the Ragman head does say that's from the bit where the Romans were trying to have an orgy and the Swiss are cleaning up around them. Okay, this is Dressed Like Wolves. <laughs> I don't believe that 
everyone said a lot of stupid shit if you ask me if you ask Dressed Like Wolves and Seasons, and that's from uh, the By Tutatus uh, Loves Dressed Like Wolves split EP, or it's got a little heart anyway in between the two band names, um, so it's uh, yeah, take it that what you will, and uh, I, I do love uh, Rick's music and uh, I think the, the stuff that he does is fantastic, I love the sort of lo-fi I said before on the podcast that I do really love um, more lo-fi music, because it kind of it feels more raw and emotional and uh, often with a lot of sort of groovy production things you can sort of hide a lot of stuff but you can't really with the lo-fi kind of the song just kind of comes to the fore uh, and, and his vocals are brilliant I, I just love it all anyway oh yeah, I should stop gushing um, of course I do like the overproduced shoegazy nonsense as well and uh, on the in, in that regard uh, on the Twitter Word Travels Fast says I really like that Day Ravy song yeah it's fantastic that's kind of one of the ones I've had on repeat um, for the last week and the ones that did make the cut for the podcast um, I'm quite excited actually I won't, like I say I'm only about sort of a quarter of the way through that uh, collection of stuff from Biko DSL I'm quite excited to get through the rest of it I'm sure there will be many tracks from that that I'll be playing on the podcast over the coming sort of uh, weeks not because I'm lazy but because obviously there's so many good stuff on there and uh, there was something I was going to say yeah there was uh, in terms of follow-ups to last week's podcast there was actually I did play a track what was the last track I played in the podcast he says skipping through his um He's windows here. Oh yeah, I played the Greyhound out of Mainline uh, cover version of International Dateline. I did get a copy of uh, uh, on vinyl of Lady Tron's. Uh, what was it? Witching Hour is that the one with that's got that track on it? I do have, a, like I say, a soft spot uh, for Lady Tron, and uh, they did a great gig a few a couple of years ago at the O2 and uh, sorry, uh, what is it? The ABC in uh, Glasgow, um, where they did a great cover, uh, a great version of uh, International Dateline. Anyway, um, yeah, I got it on red vinyl, which was quite exciting. Um, so there's a slight connection there and uh, it was one of these things where I thought I'd already got it I kind of bought it and then I went oh no I've already got this album but it was a different Lady Tron album and I've now got a little app on my iPhone where I scan barcodes of all my records and my CDs and it catalogues them in a very nerdy way but it doesn't mean that when I'm in a shop I can uh, I can make sure I don't already have it before I buy it um, because I did what was that I bought two copies of a Lemonhead's album or something like that anyway um, I kind of uh, yeah, but unfortunately, it only works with ones that have got barcodes. Otherwise, you have to manually type it in. And since most of my records are pre-barcoded and or and or bought from charity shops and pre-barcoded, that's a little bit annoying. Anyway, um, and there was another thing as well. Uh, yes, I played the uh, track. I played um, what was the track I played from Binary Zero that Dirty Clouds track um, that I did say on the podcast that it was uh, the tag on Bandcamp was dubstep, um, and I wasn't really sure if it was dubstep or not. Well, Binary Zero did get in touch with me, and he said that apparently. Um, one of the original mixes that he uploaded to, Bain- to uh, Bandcamp was more dubstepy, um, and it won't let him t- take the tags off. So if that's, I guess, maybe that's why some of the Bandcamp tags that people leave on these things are somewhat weird. Um, sorry, I'm kind of padding because I'm trying to find uh, a little bit of information that I had with regards to the last band, sorry, the last track I'm going to play on the podcast. And I will, uh, I think it was on an email actually, and here it's not that one, it's not that one, it's this one. Yeah, I've played tracks by a guy called Mark Wynn before, he's a sort of uh, Americana, I guess is the genre, if you wanted to put him into genres. 
uh, and he's from York, which is not really the sort of place you'd expect to get that sort of music. But there is a bit of an Americana scene, I'm, I'm told. And also, I did kind of experience it when I went to an open mic night uh, down in York a few, uh, only about a year ago. Anyway, Mark Winnie had a great album out last year that I played a couple of tracks from. I think it was called uh, Stomps and Rags. And no, I'm just going to get it wrong if I try and do it from memory. Anyway, uh, he's got a new uh, album out, which um, only just came out. He just dropped me an email about it about two days ago, and it's hilariously called First Takes, Mistakes, and a Selection of Exercises in Being Shit. And that kind of describes it quite well, because a lot of the tracks, it's really quite... I mean, his previous album was quite sort of uh, professionally uh, sort of packaged and produced. Um, but th- Whereas this one is very much uh, more off the cuff, and it's more almost like a collection of live recordings, where he kind of maybe does a little bit of chat and stuff. Uh, or gets the things a bit wrong. I guess that's why it's called First Takes and Mistakes. Anyway, this track is a great example of it, because at the start of it, it's obviously um, before he actually recorded the main track, and he's improvising some nonsense with different lyrics, which, uh, anyway, it's kind of good and representative of the whole album, so if you like this, you'll probably like the album. Anyway, the reason why I mention it, which I'm kind of trying to get to, and I've now found my email, is that he's playing, what is today? Is today the 5th? Well, there's no point in telling, me that, telling you that he's playing at the Firehouse in Air tonight, because you probably missed it. But tomorrow... Uh, in Glasgow, he's playing a uh, love uh, music uh, an in store at four pm. Uh, that's around the back of the Queen Street Station, I do believe. Um, it's a great little record shop, actually. I bought quite a few records in there on the way to the train myself. Um, so that's at four pm. I don't think I'm going to be able to make that. I'd really like to get through for that. So you never know. I might try and get through for that. Maybe drag Alvi along for one of his uh, in stores. Alvi has been to a couple of in stores. He went to uh, see uh, uh, who was it? Rachel Samani. Avalanche, but he couldn't get into uh, the Twilight Sat Avalanche because it was too busy. Anyway, sorry, uh, Mark Wynn is also playing at the State Bar in Glasgow. I've no idea where that is or if it's the sort of place you want to go to at 8pm. So I've only got one more track to go. This is Mark Wynn track. It's called Love on the Bosses. Uh, but I will tell you before I play it what I've played on the podcast before. I played Gossip by Starlight Girls. That's from the Starlight Girls EP. Then I played The Gossip, see what I did there, uh, from the album Movement from 2003 and Fire Struck Sign. Then I played Veronica Falls and My Heart Beats. Then I played Aggie Doom, the B-side of Bring Me the Head. Uh, and that's uh, Cakewalk. Then I played Love Dance and uh, something, I think it was called Skizzy Hash 3. Uh, I don't know. And uh, then I played Day Ravies and Sunshine Punch. They're both from a compilation from Biko Digital Single Label. Then I played Dress Like Wolves and Seasons. And that's from the Split EP with Bye to Tatters. And I'm going to play one more track Mark Wynn and Love on the Buses. Like I say, you can see him tomorrow in uh, Love Music. And uh, if I've queued it up right, I have queued it up right. Well, that's good. 20 miles from the place I used to be When I was at home at my mum's house I went round there last night Had some food Nearly had a fucking heart attack Never eaten so much food She's trying to feed me up Doesn't she realise my stomach is small Stomach is small Okay, take it away Let's see what happens Okay Last night in the back bar, met a girl in the back bar as a gleaming summer evening. She says, Do you have a car? I thought she was joking. Realised she wasn't joking, I suggested we get a bus. So we caught the bus, it was a double decker. I felt like such a scrubber. Sat there on the bus looking out the window, counting out my copper, feeling stupid and dumb. So we sat to see, yes, yes. And then she, she smiled at me. She asked me, what's the matter? I said, nothing's the matter, I'm okay. She asked again, she said, what's up? 
I said I get nauseous on the bus She pushed the button We got off and we walked We walked down by the river It shone just like a mirror I said you're really pretty She pretended not to hear me I said again you're really pretty She said I heard you the first time And my heart beat like a hammer Fud, fud Fud, fud Fud, fud And then fast forward to a flat in Foxwood I was rude, obnoxious and nervous, I couldn't look her in the eye The flatmates there just thought I was a loser Some kid she picked up in a boozer, she didn't seem to mind They were quite perceptive though And they were screaming, he's no good She said they never would be satisfied Anyway, so we go upstairs And I was so surprised Drowning in your eyes Wondering how, where's and why Where's a catch? There was no catch There was no catch There was no catch There was no catch So in the morning we slept off the late one Hiding from the sun, knotted in the sheets Entwined like seasons set Only sweeter than she said Are you lonesome? I said, cause I'm bleeding lonesome She said, well me too The day together Hiding from the weather Yes, I think we fell in love Yes, I think we fell in love Or maybe it's just the fact we were still a bit drunk Or maybe it was lust Maybe it was drunk lust, I don't know Maybe it, I was definitely, yeah, I was definitely it was definitely something and this song recaps Last night in the back bar That girl in the back bar Eyes are gleaming summer evening She said they have a car Thought she was joking Realised she went joking I suggested we get a bus We caught the bus